Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza. For the next 30 days, we're going to learn to build better habits in health, fitness, relationships, business, and overall well-being by making small mindset shifts that make a big difference. Contrary to how it may seem, the path to any success is achieved by taking small, consistent action over time. Someday is not a day of the week, so the time to level up is now, because you were made for greatness. It'll be a marathon, not a sprint, and together we'll take it one step, one mile, one day at a time. Welcome to the Mindset Mile. You ready? Hey fam! Before we dive in today, I just want to take a pulse and ask, how have you been liking journaling? If you're like, um, Aish, what are you talking about? (laughs) It's all good. I made a free journal for you to print and download to help you get into another great habit as we go through this challenge. You can grab it at themindsetmile.com. And if you haven't yet, I want to encourage you to do it. There's no such thing as too late here. There's just right now and today, and you get to choose again how you want to spend your time and energy. So go download that. Okay, so today we're going to talk about controlling the things that are in our control and letting go of the rest. If you take a step back and look at all of the things we worry about and are told to worry about, you'd probably realize that we're carrying around a lot of extra weight worrying about stuff that's completely out of our control. When we worry about things we can't control, we actually cause our own suffering. Think about that. It's not the actual things happening in the world and in our daily life that cause our suffering, but rather it's our resistance against those things that causes it. And that usually comes in the form of wanting to change something so badly that we have zero actual control over. I would venture to say that most of us felt a deep level of worry, resistance, and suffering in 2020 with the immense amount of divide and injustice that was happening in our country. Our urge to want to change the things that were happening in our world ran deep as we saw people act out in hate with their emotions and without logic, and most certainly without holding any space for how other people were feeling or how they thought. 
And here's the reality. We don't have control over any of it. Over the election, over the pandemic, over social injustices or policies that are in place, or certainly over how anyone else acts. We don't. But how much stress did thinking about those things cause? And mind you, I'm talking about large-scale, worldly issues here. But how far does that resistance and suffering trickle down into your everyday life? Like how you react to finding a nail in your tire, or the long line at the grocery store, or when your delivery doesn't arrive on time, or to decisions your boss or colleagues make that you disagree with. If you were to write out a list of things that you actually do have control over, you'll quickly realize that it's a pretty small list. Yet, this is hardly ever where so many people put their energy. Now, I'm not saying to become ignorant about the things happening in the world and around you or pretend like they're not real. That's not at all what I'm suggesting. But rather, consider where you have the most influence and put your energy there. A great place to start is within the walls of your own home. Personally, I found myself feeling a deep level of anger and sadness around the things that were happening all around us, particularly because I had my first baby and it felt extra scary to think of what the world would be like that she would grow up in. I know this level of concern is true for any parent, and I'm certain every generation has felt this way. But in those moments, you want to know the one thing that kept me grounded and gave me hope was knowing that I can control how I treat people, the example that I would be for my daughter, and loving my friends and my family unconditionally. Those are all things I have control over. The second I turned my attention away from the things I couldn't control to the things I did, this is when I felt at peace. When my energy deviated to the things I wanted to change about the world but couldn't, I felt tension from all the resistance and caused my own suffering. If you're a worrywart, I know this sounds too easy to be like, yeah, I'll just worry about the things I can control and let the rest go and it'll be no big deal. It starts by just creating the awareness of the things you feel yourself resisting and then practicing rerouting your thoughts and energy to the things you can control. If you can't, you must let it go. Maybe you're wondering why this is even important. Why is it important to not worry about the things that are out of your control? Let me ask you this. What good does worrying about something you have no control over do? Has it ever helped you in a situation? Has it solved the problem you worried about? The only thing worry and resistance create is unnecessary stress in your life. It is imperative to believe that the change you can make just within yourself and in your own home or in your own small circle of influence do make a difference. Why worldly problems feel so heavy is because we feel like we can't do anything about them. We underestimate the power we have to make small ripple effects in our own life, so instead we feel like in order to care, we must worry about large-scale things we have no control over. So let's scale this down, because a rough day might be in your near future. And though you can't control everything that happens in your day, you can certainly control how you react to it. Ask yourself, will this matter in a month from now? or in a year from now? If not, 
Take a deep breath, exhale it out, and let it go. Ask yourself, can I control what is happening? If not, take a deep breath, exhale it out, and let it go. Ask yourself, is how I'm reacting serving me? If not, change your thoughts about what you're reacting to and tell yourself a thought that serves you. Again, it's not what happens to us that causes our worry and suffering. It's our thoughts about what is happening, our resistance to it that causes it. So switch up the script. And lastly, when you feel yourself start to go down the rabbit hole of worry, get moving. Ever notice that the times we worry most are usually when we are still? It's not when we're on a run, getting things done, working on a project, or being intentional about what we're doing. It's when we're sitting still or mindlessly scrolling social media and the internet. In the midst of the many things we cannot control, you can control your body and your movement. Even if it's just a five-minute walk around the block, or maybe you jump on your bike and do a quick 15-minute workout, interject your mind's worry by moving. I swear, it doesn't matter what the movement is, but it works. It won't make your problems go away, but when we move, we are in a state of momentum and creativity. We're able to generate positive energy instead of dwelling in stillness and worry. When we move, we get our minds thinking of solutions, and that's the headspace you need to be in to realize what you actually have control over. As I mentioned a few episodes back, how to stop procrastinating. Employ the five-second rule. When your mind is running rampant, count backwards from five and then get up. Get moving, switch the script, interject with a thought that serves you, and focus on the things you can control. It works if you work it. I hope this helps. Until tomorrow, here's to controlling the things within our control and letting the rest go. If you're loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, subscribed, and shared it with a friend. Be sure to tag me on your walks or runs at Zaza and hashtag MindsetMile. That's all we have for today, my friends. Remember, the big things don't happen overnight. It's the small things done consistently that make the big things possible. You are capable and you are worthy. Make it a great day.